Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Murder with Friends, the podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. Today I have my friends Emily and Amber on, and we are going to be discussing the murders of Jerry Brudos, aka the Shoe Fetish Killer. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review, it really helps people find our podcast. Let's get to it. evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. We're talking about turning plastic chopsticks into shanks. Indeed. There's a ninja on top. They need to be a shank. People have ninja chopsticks and them just be dull. I'm, I just... Logic. OMG. Alright guys, how are y'all doing today? I'll be tired. Yeah. I'm how are so you? tired. Same. How was y'all's New Year's Eve? It was alright. There was about a kaboom and kabob. Boom. <laughs> same, same. I spent it with my mother. We went and partied at her house. Willie P had way too much to drink, per usual. Not Willie P. No, never. Well, y'all know that Sex and the City came back on. We don't watch Sex and the City. I know, but you know it came back on. You know I'm super excited, right? Yes. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> I love Sex and the City. Me and my mom made our own trip to New York just to do the Sex and the City tour and see all of the places that it was filmed. Y'all don't know, but the main character is Carrie Bradshaw. And she is obsessed with shoes. 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 Why? She opens up her closet, looks at her shoes, and says, Hello, lovers. Obsessed. From, from shoes. From our shoes. Yeah. And they're SJP. Sarah Jessica Parker, which is who plays who Carrie plays, Bradshaw. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Um, she loves shoes. So, I thought for this episode, I would do the shoe fetish killer. Oh. Shoe fetish killer. Yep. Is it as weird as it sounds? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It gets pretty weird. I like them weird. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, have y'all met Willie P? Seems <laughs> weird. I, I don't like them this weird. No. All right. I have a level of weirdness weird? that's acceptable. This weird is a little uh, meh. Meh. Shoes. Don't touch my face. Shoes. I mean, I, I mean, my brain just keeps going back to shoes. Yes. Okay. So his I'm name is Jerry. <laughs> do not when we're talking about shoes we are not talking about crocs crocs are so comfy i miss my, my crocs <laughs> my dog ate mine i miss mine she is literally wearing a pair of crocs right now yes i am when you're eight months pregnant and you can't reach your own feet my guy you can slide on some crocs and walk out the door omg Alright, so 
His name is Jerry Brudos. Brudos. Okay. Where's he from? Um, he was born Jerome Henry Brudos on January thirty first, nineteen thirty nine. Oh, his birthday card. Yes, he did. Spoiler alert. Uh. He's dead. Someone <laughs> probably killed him for touching their fucking feet. Okay? <laughs> no, for touching the shoes. Technically, you're not wrong. Ooh, I want to hear this one. Colonel oh. Mustard in the laboratory with the rope. Oh my god. We are not playing Clue for the last time. It's always Clue. <laughs> Look at Clues. We have to figure it out. You thought we're right or wrong. It is Clue. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. Mr. Brudos was born January 31st, 1939 to his mom, Eileen, and his father, Henry Brudos, in Webster, South Dakota. South Dakota. Okay. South Dakota. So the cray cray came from South Dakota. Yep. Fuck a weirdo. I, I, I hate feet. <laughs> I do. Like, this creeps me out. Feet phobia? Dude, I'm not scared of feet. I just don't like them. Well, he did have one older brother. His name was Larry. So by the time he came around, well, first of all, he was a mistake. He was not supposed to happen. Wait, hold on. Jerry or Larry? Jerry. And they thought Jerry was going to be a girl. Well, up until he was born. So. I want to know how that made them feel. Does it explain how it makes them feel? It does. It does. Okay. It does. Okay. okay. So, um, Eileen and Henry were not very happy-go-lucky people. Henry was a drunk. And he was very angry. But he was in no comparison to his wife, Eileen. Like... She was mean, too? Yeah. I hate mean bitches. So, uh, his mom desperately wanted a girl. But because he was a boy, she was very hostile and critical of Jerry. What Like, totally disapproved of anything and everything he did. That's sad. It is. And, of course... Total mommy issues. Oh, a serial killer 101 is mommy <laughs> issues, okay? So, I'm surprised Will isn't a serial killer. I'm kidding. I love Rita Faye. Hey, Rita Faye is pretty damn cool. She is. <laughs> Alright, anyway, sorry. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, she was very critical of Jerry, and she doted on Larry. Larry was a golden son. Everything she ever wished for. No Larry. Um, Poor Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. <laughs> oh my Gary. Because his father was a drunk 
and was very hostile and belligerent. They moved around a lot because he couldn't hold down the job. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. At the age of five, it was clear that Jerry had an obsession with shoes. One day, he came home from playing at the uh, junkyard, which five years old, playing at the junkyard. I guess it was just the times. I was going to say back in the day, I mean. That was... It was the thing to do. There's rocks and dirt. So, one day from the junkyard, he brought home a pair of high heels. How old was he? Five. Five. Okay. I mean, normal five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, he brought home a pair of shoes. And his mother was highly disappointed. Berated him. And shamed him about wearing the shoes and just went off. And was like, you better go to the junkyard tomorrow and return them. And he didn't. So, next time she caught him with them, she made him watch as she burned them. That's excessive. I'm saying that's a little much. That's excessive. Yes. I mean, back in 1939... I don't know. Well, no, I can see it from both sides. So. But, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, definitely. Either way, it was totally... His mom was just a fucking... Bitch. Yeah. In the first grade, he got caught stealing his teacher's shoes from her desk. He was told that she kept high heel shoes in her desk for whenever, you know, she got off work and wanted to go out or you know had a date prepared yeah yeah prepared so she always kept a pair of high heels Mm -hmm. in her desk was it only high heels yes okay so he went and he took them well she caught him you know not thinking much about it she didn't berate him about it or whatever but uh he said that in that moment he felt very shameful because she caught him yes even though his mother burned them in front of his face and he didn't feel well, shameful for that. I but. think he didn't know yet. That heels were for women? I didn't know. I don't think that he knew how obsessed he was with them. Oh. He, of course, you're in first grade. You're what, six, seven? Mm-hmm. You're, you're not thinking sexually. Right. But I think he had a sexual feeling towards them and didn't know. So that's why didn't he didn't understand felt, what was going on. Exactly. Right. So that's why he felt shameful. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. I'll um, ride with that one. And then also when he was five, there was a their uh, family friends came over. The teenage girl was feeling tired, so she went up in one of the bedrooms and laid down for a nap. Well, he went in there and tried to steal the shoes off her feet. Was she wearing high heels too? Yep. What's with him in heels? Didn't like flats? Didn't want to be comfortable? Mm-mm. Could run better in them? Mm-mm. So, I mean, they said high heels but 
doesn't mean they were six inch heels. True. Which, and see, that's what I was going to question was, do we know the height of the heel? I think they were, they varied. Okay. They varied. Okay. But it was still a heel, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, so, of course, she got woken up. She's like, what the fuck is your problem? Get mm-hmm. the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to take my shoes? But at then, it still wasn't, he's five. Right. You know, so it wasn't really a big deal. There were a lot of problems when he was a teenager. He used to sneak into the neighbor's houses and uh, steal underwear, women's underwear, out of their drawers. Okay, so it wasn't just high heels, then it was underwear as well. Yeah, yeah. It was way more the high heels, Mm -hmm. but... He would go to underwear if necessary. So he would go and just steal the underwear, and he'd have him a little collection. Yes. Okay. He'd have himself a little collection. Like, that's not weird? No. Not. No. So, um, when he was a teenager, also, he would go and he would just see women out and about and follow them. And when, and when he felt he could, he would strangle them unconscious and steal their shoes. What the fuck? Or just he would go knock them over and steal all their shoes and run. That's... Like, I don't even know how to feel about that. Like... He just... boggles my mind. Right? You would potentially murder somebody to take their shoes, but it's also cool just to, like, knock them out real quick and take them as well. Right. So what the fuck... His fantasies turned a tad more violent in 1956. So he was 17 years old. It says he dug a hole on the side of the hill, like a little cave, mm-hmm. is what I picture. So he hit his shoes? No. Oh. So he hit. See, you got me saying. She that. thought she was on it. <laughs> no. So he dug a hole in the side of a hill. And he had this dream. He had this fantasy of keeping women there. What? Keeping so slaves. Keeping sex slaves and stuff. You can't sex take them home slaves. to mommy and daddy where they're going to find them. Right. <laughs> so, why not make yourself your own little dungeon on the side of a hill? So, on... In 1956, he abducted a girl with a knife beat her up and forced her to take naked pictures for him. Yeah, so as a result of this, he was sent to a psychiatric ward in the Oregon State Hospital for evaluation. How long did he stay there? Nine months. Did he do any good? Well, obviously not, but Uh, did he come back out with any kind of progress? Well. Or false progress? Well. Here is where they discovered his hatred for women and for his mother. Mm-hmm. And they also figured out, well, he told them all of his secret obsessions with shoes and his collection of women's clothing and even his disturbing fantasies of putting kidnapped girls in a freezer so that he could rearrange their frozen bodies 
in different explicit positions and like put them in heels and dress them up in the underwear and take pictures. Like dolls. Take pictures or have sex with them. Yeah, exactly. Like dolls. And put them away for later. They'll just always be there. That was his ultimate fantasy. He needed starship in his life. Well. <laughs> yes, he did. So, um, he was in the hospital for nine months. And the doctors concluded that he was just young. And he needed to mature a little bit. And send him back to public. Do what? what? That's, that's what they gathered from that? Mm-hmm. Do what? Yep. He done sat here and told you all this stuff. Uh-huh. And he's young. Yep. And he'll just grow out of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd have bitch slapped him doctors. I mean, like, he wants to rearrange frozen bodies. Look, this is before the term serial killer ever even was thought of. Okay, really? what about the term psychotic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that thought of then? Um, psychotic was a little something different in 19-whatever it was. sadistic? That one's in the Bible, ain't it? Didn't they have the Bible way back then? Necrophilia? I mean... <laughs> um, I don't know. We mean, we can go on to a whole bunch of $20 ones Oh, I know here. it. <laughs> but, I mean, any of them would have fit the bill. Yeah, you're right. And this, there was no science supporting it back then. In this day and Atlanta. age, you know, it would have been all, all the above. Gary, gra- Gary, Jerry, Jerry graduated high school Jerry. and he became an electronics technician. Some are, it was so confusing because some articles said that he went into the military, but like quickly got. Out. Out. Quickly got kicked out. Because some... Okay, so some are, some articles were iffy. One article said that... Um, he would wake up in the middle of the night and... Or he'd wake up in the mornings and ask his bunkmates, like, Hey, this Korean woman just came in here and... Like, did all the sexual stuff to me? Did she do it to you? What? And they're like, no. And he's like, why didn't she do it to you? Like, that's weird. Like, why would she just come in here and just do it to me in front of all you guys? I don't know. He was ultimately hallucinating me? I don't don't know. Schizophrenia? I have no idea. No, that wouldn't go on with schizophrenia, would it? Anyway, I yeah, think he was like making. I up. think he was making shit up. That could be true too. Just trying to continue playing the role. To yeah. Right. So, uh, possibly due to his obsessions, he was kicked out of the military. Oh. Supposedly. Okay. Okay. In 1961, he met a girl named Darcy. She was 17 years old. And he was 30-something if he mm-hmm. was, well, almost 1960 what? One. 1961? Okay, yeah, so he was. Almost 30? No, because uh, he was born in what, 39? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. 49, 59. He was 
About 21. Yeah. Yeah, 21, 22, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and she was 17. They had met through a work friend that he worked with. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and he was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll go out with her a couple times. He was very shy around women, didn't talk to women because he didn't like women. But my guess is because she was so young and so naive, he could... Right, manipulate her. Manipulate her, and he got her pregnant within the first six weeks. Are wow. you kidding me? So, yes. So they got married. They ended up having two children. Mm-hmm. Um, and they moved to Portland. Yes, Portland, Oregon. Um, he had some things that he liked for Darcy to do. Like, when she was cleaning the house, he would like her to be naked with just high heels on. I mean... Of course, right? Yeah. I mean, any man's fucking wondering. Um, they pretty much liked... He pretty much liked her naked all the time. And whatever she was doing. They even said that he had pictures of her naked on their daughter's tricycle. What? What? That's... Why? Why not? <laughs> that tiny bicycle seat on your vag. That's I'm why. Saying, like, There's not enough bleach in the world. Ow. <laughs> but, you know, they asked around friends and neighbors, and they recalled that he never drank, never smoked, and rarely used profanity. Uh, they looked like the perfect family from the outside. Of course. No one suspects a thing. Even though, you know, I have my wife out here naked on my daughter's tricycle. Right. Well, I'm sure it wasn't outside. Well, still. I mean... mean, Why would you bring the tricycle inside to get a picture? That just ruins the whole, I mean, outdoor effect. I'm saying. They had a garage. (laughs) Okay, well then, yeah. I could see that. Um... After the kids were born, though, Darcy started to kind of refuse Um, him more and more. um, Because, of course, you can't be naked all day, every day. With kids? With kids. You know, you can when they're little, but when they start growing up, Mm -hmm. you kind of got to watch your shit. And Jerry told her, like, when I'm in my garage, do not bother me. You are not allowed into the garage. This is mine. I would have been like, nope. Oh, and because he felt rejected by his wife, he would go and to the neighbor's house, break into the neighbor's house while they weren't there, and grab the women's underwears and shoes. Because he was rejected from his wife. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, they had children and she just put her titties away. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course. Makes sense. <clears throat> now, in 1967, or... Yeah. In 1967, Jerry followed a woman home because he liked her shoes. Remember how I said he used to, like, knock them down or... Right, right. Well, he actually followed her all the way home. And broke... Um, waited for her to go to bed. Broke into the house. Went up the stairs. 
raped her, knocked her unconscious. Is that her high heels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The store is full of shoes. I I'm saying, like, why, like, why, why that path? Why not just go to the store and just get your own freaking high heels and some blow-up dolls to put them on? Because he was shameful. Because his mother taught him that that was not okay. But he's still out here doing it. But in secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's right idea, secret. So, um, I'll go ahead and let you know. He did kill four women. <laughs> the first one was Linda Slauson on Slauson. I like it. On January 26th, almost his birthday, in 1968. Uh, she was, was a nine. Yes. Okay. She was 19 years old, and she was an encyclopedia saleswoman. Remember when people used to go door to door and sell encyclopedias? encyclopedias? Mm-hmm. I know, because we got one. <laughs> we got a whole damn set. I know. We had one when we were little. <coughs> it was great. So she knocked on his door. He acted like he was very interested and was like, hey, come on in. Let's go down to the, to the garage so, you know, I can hear more of what you have to say. So told, uh, or no, hold on. So he hit her in the back of the head and strangled her to death. After he did this, he went upstairs to his wife, and he's like, "Honey, you and the kids go have lunch. Here's some money. Just you know, go out, enjoy yourself." Out of the blue, I've been like, "No, bro, <laughs> no." So, but he she came back. Run away, so she was like, "Okay, we right. get to run exactly. and food, be free and yeah. food." Double whammy. So, Let's go. Um, after she left, he dressed. Miss Lawson, he dressed Miss Linda in undergarments. He cut off one of her feet and put it in the freezer Just so one? that he could use it to model shoes in his collection. But was it the left one? And so, <laughs> I would imagine it was the left one. It's, it's always, always the, the left, left one. one. <laughs> and slash. Uh, and stashed her body in the garage. So let's freeze a foot and stash a rotting body. Yep. Makes no sense. He wanted to save the foot. He didn't want to save the body. He wanted to save the body so he could fuck her a couple times before he had to... No. Heave ho, I guess. But a few days later, he tied Linda's body into... Her body to a car engine. And dumped her in the... Willamette River. A car engine? A car engine. Moving up from center blocks. I'm saying. Yeah. The amount engine. of car parts that this man just throws into the fucking river is astounding. So does he just have random cars f- meant for this? Like, do we? T- I'm concerned about the cars now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You'll see. Alright, so the second one... Uh, was Jan Whitney. She was 23 years old on November 9th. 
In November 1968, Jan was driving home from for Thanksgiving when her car broke down on Interstate 5. Jerry saw her on the side of the road and offered her a ride. He strangled her with a leather strap and raped her. After strangling her to death, he brought her body back to his garage, dressed and posed it for photographs. It took the left foot. Did he take the left foot? Not this time. Oh, was it the right one? No, he didn't take a foot with that one. Her feet weren't pretty enough. What's her toes not did? I got plenty. <laughs> um, he kept her body hanging from a pulley in his garage for several days while he dressed it and had sex with it. Uh, this time, he cut one of her breasts off and made a resin mold out of it, which he used as a paperweight. Oh, titty? Do what? Was it the left titty? I don't know <laughs> if it was the left or right titty. I'm gonna need to tell Was it the whole back. titty or was it? It was the like whole titty. Whole titty? It was the whole titty. Yeah. Cut the titty off and made a resin mold out of it. And used it as a paperweight. Uh huh. So she couldn't have had a big titty. I guess not. She must have had tiny perky things. Because I'm telling you, this would be more than a fucking paperweight. I'm, I'm saying, like, like, how do you we hide? Think, this would be a goddamn door stopper you use at a fucking high school. <laughs> Where they turn it over and they can cook out of them. They, can <laughs> like, they could be a badass cereal bowl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Titty bowls. Titty bowls. Titty cereal. Okay, titty O's. So titty O's. Titios. Here we go. Our new investment. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna make titty bowls. Tio. Titios. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he tied her body to a railroad iron. I can't say that. Iron? Yes. A railroad iron. 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 There you go. And threw her into the river. Oh my god. Same river. Okay, so was he like ripped? No. Then how the fuck is he picking at these engines? I, I know you rolled I think he had. Re- you can't say that word anymore. I think he had stupid strength. Oh. Was he on steroids or anything? No. Hmm. So, um, the third one was Karen Sprinkler. She was 18 years old. She was a honor roll student at Oregon State University. In March of 1969, Karen Sprinkler parked her car in the parking garage and she was on her way to have a lunch date with her mom when a man dressed in woman's clothing pulled out a gun and forced her into his car. What? I'm sorry, but I know as soon as I pull up in that parking garage, I'm texting my mom, hey, pulled up in the parking garage, headed your way, almost there. And if I'm not there in like 15, 30 minutes, my mom was coming to find me. Mm -hmm. My mom was calling everybody. I know, 1969. I know. I know. I know. Um, So... 
He brought her to his garage, made her pose in his collection of underwear while he photographed her. He then raped her and hung her by the neck from a pulley in his garage, strangling her to death. He had sex with her dead body several times before cutting off her both of her breasts to make plastic molds. Okay, so is he like trying to rebuild himself? Uh, that's what I'm. See, like that's what I'm. No, it's like build a bitch. No. Yeah. No. You don't get to. Pick he literally yourself. wanted to keep the paperweight on Those his were desk. Souvenirs? Yeah, souvenirs, trophies. The foot was literally just uh, model shoes. And the plastic molds, I do believe, was so he could use it on himself. Okay. Because he liked to cross-dress. Okay. So she had some nice breastuses. I guess. And so he tied her body to a car engine and threw it into the river. See, like, he... So this is the second car engine. He's on crack or something because there's no way he's just picking up a whole ass engine and throwing it. I'm just saying. Do you know how heavy a car engine is? He's worshipping Satan. (laughs) Oh, he gets his drink. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um... The fourth and final victim, her name is Linda Saley. She was 22. Linda Saley worked as a secretary and she attended classes part-time at Portland State University. April 23rd, 1969, Linda went and was buying her boyfriend a birthday present when she was abducted at the Lloyd Shopping Center in Portland, Oregon. Jerry took her back to his garage, raped her, strangled her, had sex with her corpse. He then decided not to cut off her breasts because they were quote unquote too pink. Too pink? Too pink. So instead, he applied an electrical current to her body in an attempt to make it quote unquote jump. He was unsuccessful. I mean, obviously. Obviously. Uh, he tied her body to a car transmission and dumped it into the river. Jesus just Christ. Christ. Transmissions are heavier than engines. I'm just saying. I don't know. I do. Are you trying to pick up transmission? I'm trying to pick up transmission. I can't do it. Fuck did he do? Alright, so. Where's your being Satan? I'm saying. A few weeks after the fourth murder. They found the bodies of Linda Saley, Jan Whitley, and, or Whitney, sorry, Jan Whitney, and Karen Sprinkler. They were interviewing a few students at Oregon State University when they heard about a quote-unquote Vietnam vet who had been calling a few young women asking for a date. One of the women told the police that he had mentioned the bodies in the river and had made an unsettling suggestion about how he could strangle her. Okay, so while I'm calling around asking for a date, just let me go ahead and tell you what I'm going to do to you. Well, I think he said that on a date. Oh, on a date. 
Like he actually successfully got a date. Hey girl, you party. He got a few. What shade of pink is your titties? Cause you know I got my own collection of titties at home. You wanna go see them? I got a foot too. Oh my god. And a paperweight titty. <laughs> was, I'm saying he's even got a paperweight titty. Bet you he's got a cereal bowl by now. Oh my god. Just saying. Look, he can't lift a whole transmission and a paperweight titty. <laughs> and a bowl titty. I'm sorry. He can't lift a whole bowl titty. Hear him roar. Why is there a handprint on the wall? I don't know. The police asked one of the girls to set up a date with the man. It turned out to be Jerry Brudos. They pulled him into interrogation and quickly decided to investigate further. Why? Because this motherfucker was weird. <laughs> he had titties and feet at home. <laughs> After they received a search warrant for his home, they found the nylon rope that matched the rope that tied the bodies to the car parts. They also found all of his photographs of the dead women and his trophies. Okay, so I have a question. So now the police have found this. <coughs> okay, so what about his wife and the kids? Yes. I'll Obviously, they know by now because the police there. are... Huh? I'll get there. Okay, okay we're not there yet? Yeah. yeah. Did they find his paperweight titty? They found all. My thought process is... Could you imagine the officer going... I just want to know what the wife says. Is that a titty? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colonel. Jesus Christ. Is that a titty? Hey, Sergeant. Come here for a minute. <laughs> I think I found a titty. <laughs> confessed to everything mm -hmm. and okay. he also confessed to yeah. some attempted abductions and earlier assaults like he admitted to breaking into that girl's house and then he um there was this one where she um there was this one when he was a teenager he went into this woman's house to go steal her stuff. And, you know, stole her shoes, beat her up, raped her. He was wearing a mask. And then he ran out the door. And then she ran downstairs. And he ran back in the door without the mask on. And was like, oh my God, did you see him? He locked me in the barn. He looked Who in the barn. How'd you get out? He. This dude was insane in the membrane. In the membrane. I like that. Okay. Like, all of it was just fucked. Um, there was also, he tried to abduct a 15 year old in front of a middle school. But yeah, that worked real well. Oh, yeah. She, she fucking screamed and ran to the nearest person. Jerry Brudos was found guilty of the murders of Sprinkler, Whitney, and Saley and sentenced to three consecutive life sentences. He escaped the conviction for Slauson 
only because her body was never found. As for Jerry's wife, she divorced him after his arrest. She also changed her name and the children's name and moved away to an undisclosed location. I mean, I would too. I would have too, to be honest. Yeah, like. absolutely. Like, let me not be associated with someone who likes titties and feet and shoes and Jesus Christ. I mean, to have, okay, like to have a foot fetish or something else, you know, to, but to go to that extreme is just ridiculous. He agrees. Yes. Booger, you agree, huh? You agree, Booger? He's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, you are. She got a cute puppy. How old is he? He's nine weeks. Oh, and he's just chewing on my finger. It kind of hurts. Cute. It's really serious. All right. Um, oh, and uh, Darcy was charged with aiding and abetting her husband in his crimes. She was not what? convicted. Okay. She was not convicted. Okay. I was like, obviously she wasn't allowed in the room or else that... But she was definitely charged because it was happening in her house. In her house, right, right, right. right. Um, But yeah, she wasn't convicted. Um, Jerry Brudos died in 2006 in prison. How? Natural causes. Old man. Having served 37 years of his sentence. How long was the sentence? Life. Oh, he, oh, okay. He Three that. life sentences. Three life yeah. sentences? How do you get more than one life sentence? Because you can only live one life, my guy. Oh, a no, life sentence. Make sure your ass don't come out. No, a life sentence is only like 25 years, 20, 25 years. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, three life sentences, that's like, you know, 50, fucking 75, 80 I years. I always heard... 25 to life was better than 25 plus. Right. So. Right. Now, there are, I do believe it was Ted Bundy. One of those was served to like 180 years in three days. Or no, he was served to death. But, like, some people are served like 180 years right, and right. three days and you are not getting out before the 130 right, right. days. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> why you gotta do that, booger? Huh? Your tail messed up everything. I just don't get why he just... I mean, he could have gone to the store and bought shoes and been like, oh yeah, I'm getting it for my wife or whatever. Yeah. And just... He definitely could have. Not I did all this. I mean... No. All this was so extra. Lee did titties alone. And then his mother. I mean, honestly, I fully blame her. Yeah. For causing, like, all of this. Like, all yeah. you had to do was just let him go through his little phase. I mean, even if he liked high heels, so what? They're just shoes. They're just shoes. Yeah. I mean... And, like, you know, if he would have had a shoe fetish, cool. Lots of people have shoe fetishes. You know, lots of people have feet fetishes. Lots of people have right. a lot of type of fetishes. Lots of people cross-dress. You know, especially now. Right. You know, it's... 
But Which, I mean, I guess I can somewhat understand it for back in the day, but at the same time, it was, I mean, if you're going to do anything about it, I would have just whooped his butt and then went on about my day. I mean, I wouldn't have burned the dang things. Or just time. tell him, okay, you can only wear them in the house. Right, Or yes. just, wear as long as you're in your room, with the door closed, so I don't have to see it. I mean, like, not even he, that, because like you it, have to accept him who as who he is. Obviously, she was not Obviously, accepting. she wasn't. She preferred Larry over Jerry, and Henry didn't say a damn thing about it, so. Poor Gary. <laughs> Poor Gary. <laughs> I mean, like, look, it, even if she didn't want to see it, you could just be like, cool, in here. I don't want to see it. Keep door shut. Yeah. You're so cute. Gosh, I just love puppy ears. Yes, I know. She gave you kisses on the nose. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, that was Jerry Brudos. The shoe fetish killer. Him and um, Carrie have a lot in common, but... That's probably yeah. the most insane thing I've heard. Yeah. Okay, in my but life. isn't there like a movie or something? They've done, they... There is. There's movies. There's movies. There's a book. Um, they had them listed, and I didn't even write them but yeah there's there's a book there's movies I'm sure he was in the show Mindhunter I don't know if y'all have ever seen that Mm -mm. but like okay so Mindhunter (coughs) is a show about the first detectives that worked for the FBI and that was doing the um the uh Behavioral analysis unit. Mm. The first ones. The BAU. The first ones. They made the BAU. And they made up the term serial killer. Right, right. So. It's them going around interviewing serial killers. And in the show. Stop. And in the show. They brought Jerry Brudos a pair of high heel shoes for talking to them. What? And he took them into the corner of the set. I mean, they were standing right there. As soon as he freaking got the shoes, went over to the corner, opened them up, took the shoes, put them together, and masturbated with them. Do fucking what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In front of so, God and everybody? Yeah. And like he went to his little corner, but everybody was still there. Yeah. And then sat down and started talking to him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what? So guys, now that's out of the way. Um how about them Braves? Like that's not what Or right. maybe he did it after the meeting. But it was right there in front of him. Like it wasn't. still that's Yeah. So yeah. Mindhunter, great show. I have to Fantastic. Watch it it's got a Kemper. It's on Netflix or Hulu. Netflix. Mindhunter? Mindhunter. Okay. I think it's on Netflix. It's my last free night before work. It's got, uh, it's very good. It's got Ed Kemper. The guy who played Ed Kemper is really good. They all look exactly like who they're supposed to be. Really? Yeah. They have Charles Manson. They do... Um, Got one movie. She needs to watch that too. 
Yes. That one we watched. The Sharon Tate one? Yeah. We watched, uh, um, it had Hilary Duff. And Sharon Tate was a movie star that was killed by the Manson family. What? Okay, that's what. Like, what? I mean, you yes. didn't know about that? She was pregnant. No. She was like, like, big, about to pop. Like, literally more pregnant than I. Yeah. She was due. Mm-hmm. What? Like, active labor when he was. Along being with the heir to the Folgers. Yeah. Um, but that was a really good one. Oh, it went good. through her Sharon, thing and Sharon then Tate. yeah, Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. And Mine Hunter. The Sharon Tate one was on Hulu. Prime. It was on Amazon Prime. It was on Amazon Prime. But Yep, it was very good. So your kniff? My kniff? Needs to go right there. No. Yeah. Thanks for the Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. Your knife? Yes. Yes, my Jeffrey Dahmer knife yes. that Joe got me for Christmas. Yes, that was Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please rate and review. It really helps us find new listeners for the podcast. If you haven't by now, please join the Facebook group, Murder with Friends. Follow me on Instagram, at Murder with Friends. Send me an email, murderwithfriends at yahoo.com. And check out the website, www.murderwithfriendspodcast.com. And remember... If you're thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Bye, you guys.